Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Started Up Podcast. It's Friday. It's crucial conversations. As always, I'm joined by my friend and co-host, Jamal Crook. What's going on, man? <laughs> I'm enjoying myself. A, uh, you know, we talk about this, that, you know, you get up in the morning. I appreciate 5 a.m. call today. Yeah, man. I, I was awake. And it, I'll have you know, as a bonus, I got Alicia up. We were actually going to go take a walk in the morning. She doesn't like exercising right away. It makes her nauseous, but she'll go on a walk with me. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One step at a time. The family that walks together. I was hoping to come up with something rhymy. Anyway, we walk together in the morning. And with our dog who's aging and getting obese. So we've had some fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So appreciate the check-in. And speaking of I appreciate, today we're going to talk about gratitude. Gratitude. You know those people who just say all the time, I'm just happy to be here. No, I don't know many of those people, Jamal. I, mean, I don't. I feel like I'm one of them, man. Like I think you I, are. I've transitioned quite a quite a bit these last few years, and you know, I've, I've come down from the principalship, and I'm an assistant principal at a bigger school, and I um, I'm really happy where I'm at, um, and I think the the optics of gratitude it makes um, what could be perceivably horrible to some not so bad. Um, I read somewhere where it says um, the joy can, can sustain the spirit of, joy can sustain a man when he is sick, right? Or in the midst of his infirmity. So like just being grateful for everything that you have and what's going on in your life can like it just it changes everything it really does you know i think what i enjoy about what you just said is is like you're kind of insinuating to be grateful you have had to suffer first yeah which yeah. i'm like i'm 100 percent on yeah i you know. like I totally agree with that. Matter of fact, one of the changes. So I always remember that some of the te- some of the teachers I taught with, they said, "You'll be such a better teacher once you have kids of your own." And I was like, "Whatever, I'm a good teacher now." <laughs> and <laughs> and I became a better teacher when I had kids of my own. I, I saw the world differently. But but another mm-hmm. thing that that I noticed though is that I had when I want some of those ups and downs in my teaching career. Then when I would have those conversations with teachers, I was way more grateful. Yeah. Because I'd been there and I had gone through that. And so I I like the fact that you started off with the the gratitude is because you have, you had seen highs and lows in the last three or four years and that has made you grateful. Yeah. Like when you, it's it's almost like, man, like I eat and how do I put this? You can experience pain to experience joy to then experience gratefulness, but I don't think gratefulness um, only derives from having experienced pain. It's something that like is taught because even in the midst of pain, you can still be grateful. 
It's like you can get into a horrible car accident and lose your leg and still be grateful that you're alive. Um, you know, it doesn't take away from the fact that you'll never have a leg again. It just, you know, denotes the fact that maybe I'm just grateful to be alive. You you, you kind of see the bigger picture. So I think being grateful is more product of being able to look at things from a more holistic standpoint and realize that what you have is more than enough and that I don't know, like yeah, like what you have is more than enough. I can't I can't elaborate on it much more than that. Yeah, it's funny you say that. So full transparency, my wife and I were talking this morning. Actually ironically on her walk. Oh and uh <laughs> see it all comes full circle. And we we're talking about that uh, Alicia really wants to take the girls, maybe not Grant, but she wants to take the girls on a mission trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, because we like serving. Mm-hmm. But two is because one of my daughters needs perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, she's had this, and I'm not diminishing her outlook on what she saw as a pain point this year. But Alicia's like, Mm, that wasn't a problem. <laughs> Child, you need some perspective. Now we didn't we didn't say that to her, but we were very like thinking about okay, A, you need to serve others so you realize how good you have it, but not being like okay with how good you have it, making sure other people don't suffer. And that is also gratitude. Because I that is the one thing that always drove me nuts. So like even when I was a kid, you know, that old line of they're starving people in China, then uh, me being a smart aleck, I'm like, then pack it up, mail it. <laughs> Cause I didn't want to, I hate, I hate when people are like, Oh, it sucks in other places. I'm like, well, I don't like that either. So yeah, we, we wanted, we wanted our children to be grateful by also making an impact or wanting to go do something about it. Right. You, and you know, and you know, I'm glad that you touched on that. I was actually reading today on my way to work. Well, not reading, listening to an audio book. And um, it, it was talking about how certain things have to be taught. Uh, I talked about how empathy needs to be taught, you know, how, you know, gratitude even needs to be taught. Um, I don't know what being grateful is unless I can see it and experience it, right? Um, because, the, you know, you ever, um, you know, Don, if, if, if I gave you a $20 salary, right, for the whole year, right? To some people, $20, you know, ain't, ain't all that, right? Um, your perspective on that would probably be a little bit different than someone who is used to making, you know, or if I offered you a $250,000 a year salary as opposed to $20, right? But like someone with a grateful attitude doesn't really matter. Somebody could just say, I'm grateful that I have a job or somebody's offering me a job. I'm grateful for the opportunity, but I decline, right? So you can still be grateful in a capacity that is withdrawing, but I think the 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 outlook of gratitude has to be taught because sometimes with even with students we'll be like man that student didn't even say thank you they are ungrateful right but I remember um, when I played uh, at Murray State my coach um, 
before uh, we were about to get food and some people were serving us, he says, hey, man, when you go through, make sure that you stop and say thank you and you shake their hand and look them in the eye. Mm. It's teaching us, like he didn't say I'm teaching you to be grateful, but now I know <laughs> that he was teaching us the actions of gratitude. Like this is this how you express it. But well, absolutely. I like this is going back to where I remember, gosh, like this is before you were born. But like when Stephen Kofi's book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People came out, the one chapter that really made me go, Wow. Was that? I want to know before I was born. Yes, it was. What year did it come out? I bet you it was like 1990. 1990. That came out in 1990? I'm going to Google it as I'm talking. <laughs> so anyway. Come on. Um, so anyway, hold on. Okay, 94 at latest. But I digress. Definitely born. Go ahead. They, they, they were, um, well, here are you born. I'll tell you once you tell me the year of the book. All right. So the, the, the seek first to be understood, seek first to understand, then be understood. So like a lot of times if you're trying to, I don't even want to say win an argument because if you're trying to seek to understand first, I also consider that gratitude. Mm -hmm. Like I, that is the one thing that I think that, that has that rubbed people the wrong way um, on some of the uh, climate change people when they're like, your pollutants have caused our earth to choke. Okay, these pollutants also basically knocked out world hunger. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, like we've got to, having some gratitude, like do we need to do better? Yes. Do we need to clean up like some of the pollution? Absolutely. Can we do better? Yes. But starting off with a little gratitude of like, hey, this is our next problem because unintended consequences are unintended. So yeah, when all of a sudden, you know, the combustible engine was also implemented with, you know, farming and all of a sudden now food is mass produced and easily produced. Okay. The, the, the benefit of that is starving people are less and less. Now, what has replaced that? Obesity. Yep. And in some cases, yeah, pollution, but a, a little bit of acknowledgement of like, hey, you know what? We didn't mean for this to happen, but now we need to, we go through it. So by acknowledging and being nice to people first, as your coach had said, like, even though like that, that the person that was handing out the food may have never done anything for you in your life ever. Right. But that's not the point. You being grateful made sure that they felt valued because they are. And also maybe at some other point, they're like, you know what? You were nice and I remember you and I, you know, I'm here for you when you need it. Right. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's, he even told us like when somebody asked for your autograph and we're all sitting there like, anybody going to ask me for an autograph. I, I, I play football at Murray State football. I don't know if those of you who ever heard of Murray State, we have a pretty good basketball team, but most people don't know us for football. So he was like, Hey, when somebody asks you for your autograph, you look them in the eye, you shake their hand and you tell them, thank you for asking for your autograph. And I thought it was the craziest thing. But I remember uh, one of the, a student came up to me and she was a little Chinese girl. She was like, can I have your autograph? And I was like, wow. I was like, well, yeah, like, 
like thank you and like it all clicked for me at that moment it was like wait a minute like i'm actually like grateful that somebody would actually want my autograph like who am i like i'm i'm nobody but this person thought like highly enough of me to be like hey like, i want your autograph like at the time like i was still trying to regain my starting position like a whole bunch of stuff was going on and like at that moment i was like i was grateful and i knew how to appropriately express that gratefulness yeah that's awesome so go ahead no i just point of clarification 1989 oh yeah i wasn't born <laughs> I, I, was hate born I hate it when i'm right i was born i'm grateful that uh <laughs> well played well played jamal grateful i'm i'm extremely grateful that uh you know there was a book waiting for me uh, for real um, that book is so common sense and i love it same the same way with uh how to win friends and influence people. I used to assign that to any kid that wanted to, I like, please read this. Yeah. And they're like, a lot of this is Mr. Mr. Wesley. A lot of this is common sense, common sense that you don't ever use. Well, that's true. Yep. <laughs> you know something? I haven't read that book. I've like, it's been like on my wish list for a little while, but like, Oh, I it's on audible. Just as yeah. you're driving to work, listen to it. Yeah. It's, it's free everywhere. I mean, like your public library has it. Just get it on. A lot, yeah. matter of fact, a lot of a lot of libraries now have audio apps. Oh, yeah. so. they, they definitely do. I've thought about it. We'll we'll, we'll see what happens here over the next yeah. few. But um, I have a story. Okay. That I want to share with everyone on how um, gratitude can drastically change your perspective, and this is something that you can take back to your classroom, share with your kids. I just recently shared this story at a faculty meeting um, that we had because we started like this um appreciation wall and i'll give you guys some context um if you ever read the book how um what is it called um man it's called it's not called filling your bucket um but it's 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 a book by gallup their their company and it talks about filling your bucket but i i the, the name just kind of left me it'll come back to me here in a second but anyway we took that concept and we, you know, have a recognition wall because we have so many interactions throughout the day, right? And um, eat, people either take away from what it is that, or you take away from your bucket or they add a drop to your bucket. And when your bucket is full, right, you can overflow. You, you're just a much better person. So just people expressing gratitude one towards another. Um, creates a positive um, environment wherever you are, right? But there's a story. Right? There were two uh, twin boys. One was grateful and the other one was always ungrateful. Um, the ungrateful child complained about everything. If you, if you took him to Disneyland, he would complain about <laughs> making bounce of suit and the food. Like, like there it's was too hot. Yeah, it's too hot. There's just no joy. Um, so what the parents decided to do an experiment on Christmas Day, what they had came up with is they were going to get the ungrateful child every single toy that was on his wish list for Santa. And the, they were going to get the grateful child um, a shovel and they were going to fill the barn with horse manure, right? And put him in it and tell him that was his gift. Well, um, Christmas Day rolls around and, you know, they wake up and, you know, they have the gifts laid out. They have a shovel for the grateful child 
and all of like the newest toys and everything on the Ungrateful Child's wish list. So they leave him, and about an hour later, they go check up on him. So they go check up on the Ungrateful Child, and he's in there complaining. I didn't want this color Xbox. I don't like these Jordans. You know, these, you know, these true religion jeans, they're, they're just, ah, just, I can't stand it. I wish, I wish I had different parents, right? Because they don't get me, right? And he complained. Um, so they, they quietly close the door and don't say anything to him. They just let him complain. But then they go to the barn. And as they get there, they hear like all these like laughing sounds and like sounds of excitement. And, you know, they kind of peek around the corner just to watch him for a little bit. And he's in there like, Woo! Yes! And like he's taking the shovel and he's throwing horse manure up in the air. It was kind of like he was like Scrooge McDuck, like swimming through like a sea full of horse manure, just excited just to be around all this horse manure. So they're like, man, our son has lost it. He's finally fed up with us and he probably knows about the experiment. He's, you know, he's gonna kill us now. So they walk over to him to check on him like any good parent and they're like, hey, you know, son, is everything okay? Um, are you disappointed? He's like, disappointed? He was like, are you are you serious? Like, disappointed? I've never been more happy in my life. And they're like, son, like, what's going on? And it's like, he was like, you don't, you don't get this, do you? Like, you don't understand, like, with all of this horse manure everywhere, there has to be a pony somewhere. <laughs> I'm going to find it. Right, right. So, like, you have your perspective. So, yeah. you can drastically change your perspective so even a, a barn full of horse manure seems like the greatest thing ever because you just have like it creates a sense of expectation like there's a pony yeah. somewhere so even like in horrible circumstances there's a pony somewhere if you're grateful that's good yeah i somebody the other day and by somebody was we got an email and like they're asking about the foundation and and um end up talking to her and and she was talking about you know not again it was that same not everybody should be an entrepreneur and i'm like well we're about an entrepreneurial way of being and that is you have a mindset that you can get things done and uh your attitude and your mindset is everything and and you know that entrepreneurial way of being is that you're you're going to get it done and just like with the kid with gratitude the mindset was there yep. and when that's there like i like actually it's been an exciting couple of weeks because there's been a several reports cnn did something the atlantic just actually did a podcast on monday about it like they they're talking about the fact that several soft skills are like ranking lower and the <laughs> things that employers are looking for the most is workplace fluidity uh, collaboration, communication skill. I mean, like all the things that we supposedly are supposed to like hooray, but they're like, no, seriously. They, cause like this lady with, from IBM was even saying, she's like, no, horizontal skills can be developed. Mm -hmm. Train somebody that's trainable. Mm -hmm. Having somebody that has, that can adapt, that can look forward to things, that has a positive attitude. Those are the people we look for. Cause if they just have a crappy attitude. Like the skills aren't going to come. Right. And the kid that has horse manure and he's happy with it, those skills are going to come. Right. Right. And then the book that I referenced was how, how full is your bucket? But, you know, I do, I do want to challenge everyone who's listening. I want to challenge you too, Don. How, how, how many times have you sat and thought about the challenges that are in your life and like all of like just bad stuff 
and <laughs> I, I looked around and, and just been like, man, I'm so grateful. I'm happy that I'm going through these, these things. I'm happy for this trial. Yeah. I'm, excited. I'm excited because I'm like, there's something pressing on me, which means I get to press back on it. You know, my muscles are going to tear, but I'm going to be stronger because of it. So this weight that's being put on me, it may feel unbearable, but I'm glad that the weight is on me. Like how many of us that are you know, listening to this, how many times have you actually expressed gratitude for your tribes? That's a good point. I like because I, I last week I was in this. Oh, woe is me! Why is everything going not as I expected? But what I should be is, and I did. I eventually took a step back. I'm like, okay, you know, one because you know this. I always look at my life through the lens of if this was a book, would anybody want to read this chapter? And yes, the chapter I'm going through now is not easy, but it makes for a much better book. Uh, same thing. Like I, I do. I will say I, I practice this. This was uh, from Tishnat Han. Um, he was writing about the fact that the next time you are gravely ill and like you're thrown out, you have the flu. Take a moment and be take a moment and be satisfied that you don't like it, once every two years you vomit. Yeah, because somebody is also vomiting, except they go through it every day because they got chemo. Yep. That. And again, I feel guilty for saying that I'm grateful that I'm not that person when they're still suffering. Yeah. But, but in that moment of gratitude, I have empathy and I'll at least look for the opportunity to be a kind person because I know that it could be much worse, even though my heart aches for that person that is going through chemo today. Right. Right. This is true. So what are some ways? Is that like the people that are listening, like what are some ways that you can begin to develop a mindset and spirit of gratitude? So, so I'm glad you asked. Matter of fact, I guarantee you there's at least 20 people that are listening to this podcast and they want, yep, I already got one of those emails. I send one email of gratitude tonight. Matter of fact, I haven't done one yet tonight and it's getting close to bedtime. But every day I'll send a DM or a text or you know, a Facebook message. Mm. And sometimes I don't even know the person because I have a rule. Actually, I keep a spreadsheet. And so I'm not joking. I'm kind of a geek like that. Because if I type in a name and if it's on the spreadsheet at any other time in the year, it autofills. So in a calendar year, I cannot repeat it. So, I mean, it's easy the first couple of days, the people that are right around you, I send one to my wife or whatever. But like I challenge myself and I'm, I'm sometimes I don't know them. I'll see something on Facebook about some heroic cop that went out and shot baskets with kids and I'll track that person down or try my best to track that person down and say, Hey, I saw what you did. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Sometimes it's a former student. Matter of fact, today I, re- <laughs> I ate at a former student's restaurant today and it freaked me out because well, if you'd have known Mario back then, you wouldn't be thinking he owns a restaurant. But like, I sent him a message, like, "Dude, I ate your taqueria today." He tacos, owns tacos. Yeah. Oh, I'm proud. Tacos, oh, wow. tacos. And so, sent him a little note. I'm like, "Hey, man, never did I think that when you're in my sixth grade class, that you'd own a restaurant. It's awesome. I appreciate you. Just stuff like that every day. It'll change your life." Let this be a lesson to all the teachers out there. You may run across some kids 
they'll be serving your food. If you're mean to them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You better make sure you can watch them serve that food. Yeah. No, that's, that is my best advice. I do that a lot of times when I'm giving keynotes. It's one of the last slides I do. I live by that. I practice it. I keep a daggone spreadsheet. Hmm. And it's people, a lot of times it's people, like I said, I just don't like some of them. I don't even really know that well. Some I do, which ironically enough, I don't think I've ever sent one to Alicia. I don't think I've ever, I don't say, well, I always tell you all the time. So I don't really need to send it to you. I express my gratitude to you pretty often, but like, it's not even the obvious people, you know, it's like some guy that I knew in high school. And I saw that this week he had an event where he was raising money for the humane society. I'm like, dude, good for you, man. You know, you know, and you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. I, I'll say on air, one thing I'm grateful for is, is, is how you made me feel like family. Like I literally feel like I can get in my car and in five minutes be in your house. <laughs> like I, I like 14 I feel, hours. I feel, yeah. yeah for more like, you know, you know, plus five minutes. Right. right. I feel I like, I feel like that, that bond with you is because of you know how you are so i appreciate that yeah all right back at you yeah i feel like i could drive down to florida and probably will in february <laughs> that gone cold down here but yeah no i i well heck i mean even the way jamal and i are talking right now i mean clear, clearly we're grateful for one another and and uh the bond that has been formed because we have gratitude for each other we appreciate each other so yeah that is my challenge if you are wanting a little bit of change in perspective in your life, I promise you, money back guarantee that if you send an email of gratitude, uh, once a week, really, it'll change your life. Every day, man, I'm telling you, it's crazy. And and I'll give one to you. You need to get you some uh, friends that are grateful. Like if you have some ungrateful, always locker room lawyering and gossiping and they ain't never happy about nothing and they complain. I mean, they make Disney World seem like it's a horrible place. Yep. Probably need new friends. Uh, yep. Some grateful friends so you can become grateful too. That's and it's the- hard to leave some people behind, but try as you may. I've I've been I've been there, man. Yeah. I give you permission on this podcast to leave all of your ungrateful friends behind. You don't have to disown them, but you probably need to stop hanging around. That's awesome so, advice. So you have permission. That's awesome. All right. I'm going to end it on that. Great, great podcast today. Hey, we do appreciate those emails and those DMs. Speaking of, maybe maybe we're going to prompt people to send us some nice gratitude. Uh, but, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, we you recommending who we should have on the show and you guys listening and sharing episodes means the world to us. So we sincerely appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Jamal, lead us out. All right, man. This is Jamal Kirk and Don Wet Trick reminding you that opportunities are everywhere. Thanks for joining us.